Welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Nobody can speak encouraging words to you. They can say the best words, but you can't hear them. Loneliness. Loneliness is one of the places that God wants His men his man and his woman, because then they filter out everything else that comes to their ear and they alone depend on God and his word. Loneliness is one of those things that God's prophets have all endured down to this day. Loneliness, loneliness, loneliness. To learn to not be lonely because you have Jesus. See, there's people that get lonely because they cannot speak to another person or because they cannot hear another opinion. But when God puts you in the, in the creek of Jareth, it's a place of loneliness. It's a place where he will teach you, where he will remake you, where you will learn that every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God is what you can live by. It's a misunderstood place. It's a very lonely, long place. I know what I'm talking about. You can have a thousand friends and be in this place of loneliness because you're in the school of Christ. He's teaching you something that no man can teach you, that you cannot teach yourself, and that is to listen to what God says and to learn his timing, to learn his timing. When I say go, then you go. Until then, as though you do not go, as though I said don't go. You see, what happens up in this point is here is Elijah and he sees a cross and he sees and he could see out of the canyon. He probably could see in the distance smokes and fires and things that were burning in the distance. He saw it with his sights. But when what happened in the canyon was his sight was changed to insight. And there's the big difference that happens when your sight gets changed to insight. How do you have insight in these things? Because God has changed your sights into insights by way of experience. God was bringing Elijah. Let me just take another one here. God was diminishing and refining this powerful man with loneliness under the hot sun alone. And then I wrote down here, what a crisis to identify. What am I going through? What am I going through? Oh God, what am I going through? Let me just go fishing. Lord Jesus, what has happened in my life? I don't know where I turned wrong. I don't know if I turned right, but I'm trying to identify because I'm a human. I'm a human man, and I have the Son of Man as part of my, my makeup, but also a Son of God as part of the spiritual makeup. And when the spiritual makeup, God says, I want you to... I want to speak to you, but for that he has to sit the man, the son of man down, and he has to keep him alone. And yet he's still the son of God. He's still a son. And how will you identify this crisis? All the things that I'm holding in, the decisions that have been made, the transitions that have been made, the divisions that have been made, the, the curtailing of things, the episode changes of things. What do I make? What do I make out of this? I don't know. I thought it's this way, but now it looks this way. Do you know what I'm talking about? I thought God showed me this, but now it's this. 
And immediately we want to identify our crisis. And I am a man of like passion. I want to know what's going on. Why is this not turning out right? Why didn't I thought I had a vision of this? I thought it was so clear. And all at once, whoom. And God said, go and study Elijah and I will give you answers. I showed you a path and you were running on it. I didn't want you to never ask you to run on it. I showed you the path, but you've ran in front. Walk with me. It doesn't say run in the Spirit. It says walk in the Spirit. This is what Elijah had to learn around the curves of the creek. He had to learn them. God needed to teach him things. It's not quick. It's not that fast. It's just what I say. And pray, a person, to, I, I want to speak to you as a person today, as a person of the earth, and a person of God, all in one body. This is what you go through. Don't think that you're going through unusual circumstances, that things are upside down and all this. No, the Bible says you shouldn't think that way. The Bible is very clear on that, if I could get the verse. Don't. Can you help me? I didn't plan on speaking about that verse, but where it says that, that don't think there's something unusual. Think it not strange when fiery trials, and however the verse goes, they, when they come. Don't think it's strange. It's in the design framework of what God wants to do in your life. And not only that, he likes to hold you in place and say, sit here for three and a half years if you need to until I say go again. Yeah, but God, I have a passion in me for what you did for me. I want to do something for you. That passion burns right on. And we want to be so busy and so occupied. It's because of what is in us. The fiery chamber of God's wisdom that is within us is a flame for him. And we long to do his will. And we long to do it now and quickly. Because we love him. But he says, you're in a fleshly body. Remember that. You're also a man of God. You're a son of God. You're a son of man. All in this one body. Have to walk with two feet. One time this foot. Another time this foot. And the two will get you going to where I'm sending you. God could have said, I do not need your human body. I do not need you as a son of man. I just want you as a spiritual man. Don't work that way. Doesn't work that way. The only way it works like that is after the coffin experience. Not before then. And in the meantime, we have to walk as he shows us to walk. And understand, have somewhat of an understanding. These are things that we go through to bring us to a place that God can really use us right where he wants us. Elijah finds that when someone has, cho uh, has choice and faith, they have pain and many questions. Now, I just brought, put these things down because this is the way I experience. I'm referring it to as Elijah, but you can put in your name. Elijah finds that when someone has choice and faith, and any time that you have faith, you have to have choice. Either you have faith or not faith. And if you have a choice between the two, you're going to have pain, and you're going to have many questions. Now that's just the way it is. God, why, why, why? It's part of it. It's okay. 
When earthly doors are barred against us, heaven's gates will swing wide open. This is what happened at the brook of Cherith. The heaven's gates swung wide open and God dealt with that man in preparation for the greatest work that almost man had ever done up until that point. But he had to put him in a canyon and contain him and open heaven's gates upon him and bring revelation and truth and grace and love and, and, and the passionate presence of God upon him and there rests upon him. So he's ready to face 450 prophets that would like to kill him and another 400 others that wanted to kill him as well and he's ready as a mighty man of God to pour 12 barrels of water upon the altar and stand back and be convinced that the fire of God will consume it there's preparation to all this it's not just like that. There's preparation for God to make his deeds work in you long before you see him or before you see them. The Lord was shaping his passions and fine-tuning the wisdom of Elijah at the brook of Jareth. It is much harder than it sounds to continue to seek God when our goals have been smashed. Yeah? Yes? God sends some things in your face, and you see some things, and you get happy. Now I see clearly, and we see so clearly we need no faith. You know one thing? When you see so clearly that you will not need faith, you will be sure to find a stop sign right ahead. Because without faith, you will never please God. Everything that God will ever show you, you have to walk it by faith. Many people have had all kinds of promises, and now they were so clear they didn't need faith, they still don't have the promises. They still haven't received them. At Jareth, God slowed Elijah's life down to not even a walking pace just sitting in silence. What God has done for him and what he must do for him, in the inside his bowel of fiery passion was boiling over until it couldn't boil anymore. See, there's times when I could feel like coming out here and preaching a powerful message because I sense fire in my bosom. This morning was not one of those. This morning, oh, I don't want to go up there. I cannot come forth this morning. I want to sit back there. I was quiet. I wasn't myself this morning. I just wasn't. At home in my room between 12 and about 3 o'clock, I wasn't myself. I said, God, this message is way too big. I cannot bring it forth. Then there's other times when you see in your heart, oh, it's so flaming with passion. Can't wait to get to the pulp and deliver this message. And then it's a complete flop. God wants to tame and control the passions that are in your heart. And he wants to season them with his love and with his grace and with his power and with his salt. For that... You cannot go by feelings. 
You walk by faith. What God has done for him, what he must do for uh, talking about Elijah here. At Jareth, God slowed Elijah's life down to, to not even a walking pace, just sitting in silence. What God has done for him and what he must do for him inside his ball of fiery passion will take whatever God decides. If it means give him a job and make him go and work and punch his ticket every morning and every evening, then that's okay. And now that one day, when probably everything went away, the fire that he had was pretty much tamed and God had given him a lot of wisdom. He said, okay, Elijah, it's your time to go to karma. Now, if I know anything about a man of like passion, immediately Elijah says, I can't. And before he was ready to execute everything that was out there that was not for God, and now God had to simmer him down and change his character profile to the point where he became very useful in the life of faith. And now he goes to Carmel. And there he comes up there. And the first thing he says, there he comes. You are the one that troubles Israel. Where were you? There's a lot more to this story and I'm having to leave it out. Where were you? Doesn't matter where I was, I'm here. And I have a question for you. How long will you halt between two opinions? How long will you say that the God of heaven, the God of Elijah, is the problem that we're not getting rain? Or how long will you continue to sacrifice even babies and other kinds of animals to the Baal gods thinking they will cause rain to come? You know that you are full of lies. Can you see a man about this tall? You know you're full of lies, and you know that the power of God is not with you. We hope you've been inspired and changed by today's message. If you wish to listen to today's message or for other audio and video resources from the preaching ministry of Wayne Weaver, please visit ministriesofwayneweaver.com.